Hi there, and welcome to the Homestead Education Podcast. Do you have a homestead, farm, or just dream of a rural life? This is a show to help you and your kids grow your own food and grow as a person. I'm your host, Cody Hanner. I'm a homesteader, homeschool mama six, and small town enthusiast. I was raised by an old school rancher and blessed by the grace of God to have been exposed to so much of what rural life has to offer. Join me every week to talk about homesteading, homeschooling, and growth with a homestead education. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the special edition episode of the Homestead Education Podcast. That was really hard to say for some reason. Anyways, this is a special edition that I'm doing for the holidays, and it is on homestead gift giving. So gift giving can really happen year round, but within the name of the holidays, I figured I would go ahead and release it now. I did think that it would be fun to start with a little story for you guys about gift giving that involves my toddler terrorist that you guys are all invested in at this point. So um, I'm going to tell you the tale of two stress balls. So a couple weeks ago, my husband and I and the babies, Branch and Wade, the two and five-year-old, and our 14-year-old son, Wyatt, all went down to Coeur d'Alene, which is a few hours away from us, for me to go to a doctor's appointment. And the kids were really patient while I had a long doctor's appointment. So I thought, well, I have some shopping to do that I don't really want them to go to all the places with me. So let's go to Walmart first and let each of the kids pick out a little toy to play with. So Wade ended up finding himself this uh, like stress ball. And I mean, it was, I'm putting my hands together like you can see it, but probably about the size of a softball. And I mean, when you squeezed it, it was like the really like weirdest feeling and stuff. And I was like, okay, let, let's do it. You can have it. So we go out to the car and he's playing with his stress ball. And, you know, I tell him, make sure you don't give it to Branch. Branch will bite it and then you won't have a stress ball. Branch is really bad about eating all the foam balls and stuff. So I knew that this was going to be a problem. So we go to the next place we needed to go, which was Bed Bath and Beyond. And I left the kids in the car because, you know, I had my 14 year old don't need to be there with them. I come out to leave, which, by the way, they had like nothing I wanted there. I swear they were out of everything. It was so frustrating, especially when we drive two and a half hours. And I'm thinking, oh, I can pick up all the things that I can't get in my little podunk town while I'm in the big city and they have nothing. I don't know if this is an issue going on everywhere, but I was frustrated. So I get out to the car and poor little Wade, my five-year-old, is just in like full crocodile tears. And I mean, he's so sensitive sometimes. And I'm like, buddy, what's wrong? And he shows me this deflated stress ball with what looks like Elmer's glue oozing out the side. And I go, oh, no, did you hand it to Branch? And he's like, no, I wanted to know what would happen. So I bit it myself. (laughs) And I'm just like, why would you do that? And like, you know, the 14 year old is all afraid he's going to be in trouble. I told him not to bite it. And as soon as I heard like the air escaping, I knew there was a problem. And I'm like, it's okay. I mean, I'm sorry, Wade. I mean, he is just like probably the most depressed I've ever seen this kid be. And like I said, he's very sensitive and he's always really sweet and helpful. So like, I hate it when he has those feelings. So we start to drive out of the parking lot 
And I take the ball from him and it is like oozing this like Elmer's glue stuff out all over my hands. And I'm like, I've got to figure out something. So as we're leaving, I see a dumpster for a fast food restaurant and it's open, but it's got one of those um, cinder block like little huts around it. I'm like, I'm sure there's probably some rule that I'm not supposed to throw it in there. But I was like, I've got to get this thing out of the car. So my husband rolls up next to it. It's pouring down rain. So rather than get out, I roll down the window and I try to throw this ball into the dumpster. But of course, because it is wet and sticky and gooey and just my luck, I throw it and the thing hits the cinder box and this white goo goes everywhere (laughs) all over the cinder blocks. The ball like rolls up inside the cage where I can't even get to it now. I'm just like, go, go. (laughs) Like, like I'm convinced like the gooey ball police are going to come after us or something. And my husband tears out of the parking lot because apparently he thinks that he's going to get caught by the gooey ball police too. (laughs) So we're driving down the road. And again, poor Wade is just crocodile tears. So we get up to the next town, which there is another town that has a Walmart. And I, you know, I whispered to my husband, I'm like, let's pull in and get an antidepressant, you know, hint, hint, get a new stress ball. And he's like, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. So we pull in and I go in and they don't have the same stress balls. They only have one about the size of a tennis ball. But this one is like a color changing neon, like purplish pink one. And I was like, that's kind of sweet, you know. So I take it back out to the car for him. And I while I was in there, I got Branch a fidget cube that was quite big. It's about the size of like a Rubik's cube or something. Anyways, we're driving home. It is pitch black at this point. From this Walmart, we have a good hour and a half drive home through the middle of nowheres. And we get probably 10 minutes from our house and I hear, No! And like, I reach up and turn on the light to see Brand with both hands over his mouth with like this complete shocked look and pink goo oozing back out. So apparently these balls are pressurized. And Branch somehow got a hold of this. Turns out later it's because Wade had to play with his uh, fidget cube. So Branch thought he should get the stress ball, which is completely why we were trying to keep the stress ball away from him. And we pull over real quick. And my husband is like, reaching in and like, like into Branch's mouth and scooping handfuls of this pink goo out of his hand, like out of his mouth, while I'm trying to like look online and see if this stuff is toxic because even though the ball was only about maybe the size of a tennis ball or like a, yeah, about a tennis ball, I swear there was like 10 times that much goo in there. Like it was everywhere and it was neon pink and the whole back of the car was neon neon pink and there's a turnout somewhere in North Idaho that is completely neon pink now too because where do we put all this goo that we're like scooping out of this baby's mouth? So, yeah, our tale of two stress balls was also how um, apparently we littered all over North Idaho because our two kids cannot figure out how to not bite one. So anyways, I don't know if there was a moral to that story except for just, oh my gosh, like even when you try to do like good things, sometimes you get these wonderful adventures and I thought you all would enjoy that. 
So on to my topic of homestead gift giving. Stress balls are not great homestead gifts for small children, FYI. Now, it might seem a little early for this topic because I absolutely promise you that my tree is not up in the middle of November. I guess I say the middle, it's only about a week before Thanksgiving, so I probably could get away with my tree up, but it is definitely not up. However, we are rapidly heading into the holiday season. Plus, let's be honest, homestead families can be challenging to buy for. At Christmas, any other gift-giving occasion, and I mean, for air quote, normal people, most would shy away from buying the woman of the house an appliance. Personally, as a homestead wife and mother, I get super excited for a new appliance during the holidays. Similarly, my husband gets super excited for a warm pair of socks to do his winter chores. In fact, some of my favorite homestead gifts have been warm winter clothes and appliances that I have a hard time purchasing myself. Like, not a hard time financially, like a hard time, like, splurging on it. But I'll get into the women splurging thing. I mean, because really, for the women in your life, anything that seems like a splurge, even if it's not expensive, like, moms, wives, any other woman that is investing all of her time and effort into a homestead, her family, or both, is probably not investing in herself enough. And that may be because she's too busy to remember or she feels guilty like spending her time or money or something that may be frivolous. So think about those women. Uh, For myself, getting a year's supply of hair ties would be like, it would be wonderful because between myself and my teenage daughter, we go through a ton of them and we both have a ton of hair that constantly needs to be tied back when we're working on the homestead. I mean, I guess just what I'm saying is that think practical as well. Also, anything that they can use or produce with. Think gardening supplies, chicken supplies, and homestead books. And I'm not talking about like a little shovel set. We have those. Seed starting supplies, vegetable seed sets from heritage seed companies, a new incubator or a gift certificate to order chicks from an online hatchery. Like those might seem like chore things for somebody else. But for us, those are the things we want. On the softer side, like a beautiful new journal or a homestead planner would probably excite the heck out of any like woman in your life. I have found that it's usually the women who get really excited about the research and the planning and the men who get more excited about the tools to complete the task for them. Now, those homestead guys, holy moly, can they be hard to buy for. But I guarantee tools are always appreciated. If you can afford it, try to invest in like the best tools you can afford, like one really solid, like, say, hammer, rather than, like, a, like a hammer and screwdriver and wrench set. Like, I would choose just the more expensive hammer. Because, like, a lot of the inexpensive sets that are available every year for the holidays are often, like, poorly manufactured and can break and end up in the junk drawer. And this isn't a hit at the gift giver at all. But tools are used hard and tools that can break can be a nuisance or even a safety hazard. So in so just take that into consideration when you're buying. Like if you're like, I have 20 bucks to spend on this guy, seriously, buy the $20 hammer, not the $20 set that has everything in it. Like more is not better. Now, in the case of my husband, books don't really excite him. 
But every year I end up getting him a homestead how-to book that gets more use than he'd ever admit. Plus, the great thing about reference books and how-to books is that they can be used again and again. Plus, in the case of my husband, who has never really been a fan of books, I remind him that if we ever have like some sort of shutdown and didn't have access to electronic information, a well-stocked library could be life-saving. Um, I have this huge fear that like Pinterest is not going to be available one day. And so I print out everything. And honestly, like, I think it was Thanksgiving a couple years ago, Pinterest went down and I was like, see, this proves it, you know, because like the recipe I wanted, I'd saved on Thanksgiving. So really, those books, they're handy. Now, kids can be equally challenging because many homeschool and homestead families aren't big um, supporters of like video games, cell phones, electronics, and other highly commercialized or addictive gifts. Now, I'm not saying that these are completely bad. We have a video game system in our house, and I usually buy all the kids a new video game like to share every year for Christmas because wintertime's really the only time that I allow video games. Last year, they got Farm Simulator. They all had such a blast with it. Now, I do get cell phones for my older kids, and I think that there's plenty of free options for music and games, but if someone asks if they can get my kids an iTunes gift card, I usually say that's fine. It's a nice treat, but something that I wouldn't want to spend my money on. When you're buying gifts for, like, teens, I mean, really think hands-on stuff, things that, like, you know, gets them back involved with the family, um, something they can build with, something they can learn with. You know, even the girls, like, there's some really great companies out there that make super, um, like, good-for-you organic, like, makeups and creams that young girls aren't learning about because they only hear about the drug, like, the supermarket stuff. So, Really, consider some of those. Now, when you're shopping, remember, like, to buy from small businesses locally. Those are always super important. Um, but also in some of the online spaces that really support small businesses and creators. Etsy is a great place to start because it's a platform that protects the buyer. These are people that are doing it. The kid, the ones that are out there making an effort to support their homesteads or to stay home with their kids. And I know many of you are also trying to make additional incomes yourself. So don't forget about these small businesses when you're gift giving, because these are the people who really like get it and understand what you want and need. And you're not supporting a corporation, you're supporting a family. Now, when my, for example, when my Etsy or my website gets an order, my phone makes a little like cha-ching sound. My kids get so happy. And like, think about how happy that would make a family, like in the holidays, buying the little ornaments that they make and stuff like that. I mean, just, it's a, it's a consideration. So I've been spending the last couple of years researching how children learn and non-electronic activities um, for them while I was creating my curriculums. And I have so many great ideas that just didn't like line up with the curriculum, but I still think are really positive gifts for men, women, kids, all of the above. And I want to share that with you guys. So I decided to create the 12 Days of Homestead Gifts. It is emails sent daily to your inbox for 12 days of homestead gifts that are 
hand-selected for every homeschooler or homesteader or, yeah, homeschooler or homesteader in your life. Um, you can sign up for it at thehomesteadeducation.com slash homestead-gifts. Um, I'll link that in the show notes. And, I mean, these are just really great gifts for every occasion. So, like, save them and share them with other people. Um, but there's a lot of, like, pop-up sales that happen, especially during, like, Black Friday or, you know, Cyber Monday or Christmas in July on Amazon, you know, all those things. And whenever I find those, I always make sure that I put them on my Facebook page because I want to help you guys get the best deals on the things that you need for your homes. So make sure you follow me on Facebook, and that is The Homestead Education on Facebook. And um, I put that up throughout the year. It's all for my followers. Sometimes I'm able to get deals where I can get you guys extra sales that other people don't have through following my page. So make sure that you keep an eye on that. Um, some of them I do receive an affiliate commission for, but some I don't because the most important thing to me is value to you guys. So I hope that this was helpful and um, that you enjoy your bonus episode and that you head over there right now and sign up for that 12 days of homestead gift giving. Thank you for joining me today at the homestead education. And I hope that I have given you something to think about this week. To help others find me, please comment and leave a review on your favorite podcast player. You can also follow me on Facebook at The Homestead Education and Instagram at homestead underscore education. Do you have questions that you would like answered or just want to say hi? Please email me at hello at thehomesteadeducation.com. Until next time, keep growing!